welcome to the Money, Mindset, and Manicures podcast, the ultimate guide to building a life you're obsessed with. I'm Samantha Kazuch, and I'm here to empower women just like you to script your dreams into reality and create the life you've always dreamed of. I'll do that by sharing the power of self-development and mindset, habits and routines that fuel success and confidence, and how taking inspired action daily will help you manifest faster. Get ready to be inspired, motivated, and empowered as we elevate our lives together. This is the Money, Mindset, and Manicures podcast. Hey, babe, welcome back to another episode of the Money, Mindset, and Manicures podcast. I am so freaking excited about this episode because I absolutely love talking about money. Now, this episode is going to be broken up into at least two episodes, and I just want to give you a new and fresh perspective on money as we are beginning this beautiful new year of 2024. Now, when it comes to money, isn't it interesting that we are all expected to know everything that there is about money. We're expected to know how to handle it, how to manage it, how to invest it, all of these things, yet we are never in our lives actually taught any of this stuff. Like think about it, back in school, we never had a class on money. You maybe, like if you maybe specialized or had it as your major or something like that on finance and stuff like that, maybe you learned a little bit about it. But for me, I don't remember one time that we actually learned how to do anything with money. And it is super frustrating. And I know deep down inside that this is all part of the programming of us. That's another subject of another day. But I feel like it is completely done on purpose because us as humans, money and in this reality, money is something that controls our reality, right? So if we all knew and understood how to manage money, we wouldn't be able to be controlled by it, right? And I'll get into that in a little bit. But basically what I'm trying to say is it is not your fault that you don't know how to manage your money, how to invest it, how to use it. And it is not your fault if right now you are sitting here listening to this episode, living in kind of this stressed or fear or that, oh, that anxiety with money. Like if you are anxious when you open up your bank account and you're like, oh gosh, I don't have the money to pay this or that sort of stuff. It is not your fault. In fact, if you are feeling that way, society has done a great job because they have put you in a place that they want you. Because that way, when you're feeling this way, you're more easily controllable with having to go to work, having to do X, Y, and Z, all of these different things. But I digress because that episode is for another time. And this one is all about helping you gain a new perspective on money for 2024 and how you are going to show up with it. Because for me, my money journey has been a damn long one. I have learned so many hard money lessons over my entire life and career. And it's a journey that honestly doesn't end. I don't believe that you ever get to this point with money and you're like, huh, I know it all. I am happy with money. I know how to do X, Y, and Z and no, 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 no. I mean, maybe there is, but what I'm trying to say here is things are always going to be coming up. Things in your life will always be changing. And because money in this reality is our driver, like everyone needs it, you need it to survive, you need it to eat, you need it to live, you need it to clothe yourself, right? Like we need it for everything. Things are always going to be coming up. And there is a chance for you to learn 
how you show up in all these different situations so that you don't fall back down into those old habits, old behaviors, or those low-level uh, emotions and frequencies that will put you in a spiral of maybe getting back into debt or feeling like you hate money and you don't need it and all those sorts of things. In this episode, I want you to just take a listen. I'll take you through a couple exercises and lessons. So if you are driving and if I say <laughs> close your eyes, please don't. But these are just tips that I want to share with you starting off with my own money story. Because if you are new to me, Hi, hello, I'm so excited you are here. But if you have just come across this podcast or maybe you just found me on Instagram or TikTok and you see me traveling and having this multi-million dollar company and you know see me buying the luxury items and the clothes and the bags and all of these different things, you might be sitting there thinking like, well, Sam, it's so easy for you to talk about money because you must have a lot of it. Well, it's been a long journey to get here. And also I do not have a quote unquote a lot of it. And I'm not saying that as a negative affirmation, but more so is being a founder of a company that is self-funded. I pour every single, basically every single dollar that I can back into the company. So every now and then I treat myself a little, but I'm not over here sitting like I'm rolling around in a ton of cash. Hopefully that's to come one day. I know it will, but right now, that is just not the fact. And I just want you to know that I'm in a place right now where every single day, every single week, every single month, I am constantly reevaluating my money story. I'm constantly evaluating my finances and I'm constantly looking back on, oh my gosh, how can I increase my abundance and how can I better my mindset? Because it is an ongoing thing because money affects us on a daily level, right? Every single day because we need it to function. And I want to start off with telling you where I came from because you might be sitting there right now in a place with a relationship with money that is not good. So where my money story starts, well, of course, when I'm a little kid, but when I really started learning about it was when I was in college in my mid-20s, because that's when you get bombarded with these free credit cards that all of a sudden banks start sending you, which is like, how did you even get my address? But they start sending you to open up these lines of credit. And when I was in college, of course, it's like you get this credit card. It's like apply, you're pre-approved, get, you know, maybe it was a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars, you know, right away. I'm like, heck yes, I want that because I want to go on spring break with my friends, or I really want to buy those really cute clothes. And I was bartending and modeling, and you know, I was it was my first time kind of starting making some money. And it's like, of course I want more. And then seeing on the statement saying, oh, you just have to pay this minimum balance of $16 at the end of the month. I'm like, shit, I can do that, right? When we, when you start with this money journey, no one teaches you about it. But I don't know about you, but for me growing up, and I am the child of immigrant parents that literally, I was born in Australia. My parents literally moved to Australia with like two suitcases and a couple hundred bucks to their name, if even, not even knowing the language. So for them to have established themselves, like their mentality was work really hard, save your money and only spend it and invest it in like things that really matter. Like for them, it was a home, a little bit of food on the table, having some clothes on our backs, right? Like we, we didn't have the luxury stuff. Did I ever feel like we were ever poor or anything like that? No, but 
I was always told no a lot and I knew I didn't have the certain clothing or fashion and stuff like that, or even the backpack that all the cool kids had. Like it was just never, never a thing for me. So for me to grow up in that mentality and then always be taught, save your money, don't spend it. Do you like literally that was always a conversation, even when I was growing in adults, like my mom would be like, how much money do you have saved? How much money do you have put away? And for me, that mentality, I hated because I didn't want to live in that way without even knowing anything about money energetics. That just felt icky to me. And I wanted to rebel against that. So when I was in college and when I was in my 20s, I started racking up all this credit card debt. I was like, at one point, probably like $50,000 in debt on credit cards. I had multiple cards go to collections all while I was making like six figures a year. Like it was just nuts. And I never felt, I felt stressed about it, but I didn't feel stressed about it. It was such a weird, like looking back, I'm like, what the hell was this mentality that I was living in? Because I never quote unquote struggled. I always had a really nice car. I always had a really nice apartment or condo. I always had all the clothing that I wanted. I never had to budget. I always just had it all. But at the same time, I worked my effing ass off. I was working 24-7. I had started a company of mine. I was modeling and acting. I was traveling a lot. Like I was constantly hustling. And if there was ever a point where I'm like, oh my gosh, rent is due like next week. And I, you know, was a couple hundred bucks short or something. I would like bust my ass to like reach out to a client or something like that, try and book a job or a modeling gig or something like that. Like I would literally make it happen and I would always make the bills happen. Like it was just one of those things where I was just in this hustle mentality of, well, if I work really hard, I'm going to make really good money. And you know, this debt that I have over here, even though it's like it was there, I don't think I was ever super stressed out about it because I always knew, you know what, one day I'm just going to fucking make it. I'm going to make so much money that I'm just going to pay all of that debt off in one go. I'm not saying this is good advice, by the way. I'm just sharing my story, my mentality of where I was at. And I think it almost kind of saved me because instead of dwelling on what I didn't have or the money that I didn't have, I always knew things were going to work out for me. I always knew the funds were coming. And I think it was like this kind of weird vortex of this back and forth, but it allowed me to stay positive, which allowed me to show up for work. It allowed me to drive myself and hustle and all of that. Because if I had the poor me, I'm so in debt, I'm broke, I, you know, all of that, there is no way I would have had the opportunities that I would have taken the action, done all the things that I did to ultimately get myself out of it. And this carried on for many, many years. And from there, I knew I got to a point where I was in my late 20s and I still had this stupid credit card from like years and years ago. Like at this point, the amount of interest the bank had made on like whatever I bought on those credit cards, like I, I hope I really damn enjoyed it because I probably 10x paid for whatever I had initially charged on those credit cards. But I got to a point where I'm like, this game is over. Like, this is so stupid. I want to better my credit. I want to, you know, increase my, my credit limits and stuff like that. I wanted to take financial responsibility and like get myself out of it. So what changed? I had to change. 
I had to make a decision that one, I did not want to live like this anymore. And I'm sure throughout those years, I had told myself, I had been like, you know what, next month, then life gets crazy, life gets busy, whatever. But I literally had sat myself down and I'm like, I want to make a change. And it was around the same time as I moved from Arizona to LA. So this was after I got arrested. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to episode one of this podcast to hear all of that. But that was when I was like, things need to change. If I'm going to change my life, I'm going to change everything over time. Now, if you know me and how I like to tell you to change things in your life, you can't do everything at once, okay? You don't want to do everything at once because if you try to do everything at once, like it's just not going to work. So first it was, okay, just get to LA, get established in LA, start, a couple years go by and I'm now in this place of being able to handle this money situation. When I started diving into self-development, I started learning more about, oh, like my relationships with myself, with others, with money, with all these different things. It's like, oh, this all really comes back to, you know, limiting beliefs, past like traumas, whether it's big T, little T, you know, all of these different things. I'm like, okay, I need to learn more about this. And why I am treating money this way. And even though I'm a little bit delulu with it all of just everything's always going to work out and be okay, I'm like, that's not good enough. I want to be better. And that's when I really knew and learned how to treat money. And I knew that, you know, with money, it's interesting because I had every tool that I that I could have to make it. That wasn't an issue. It was the backside, the subconscious mind of things of how money and energetics works. So when I learned that there are two laws around being a magnet for money, which I already felt I was a magnet for money, it's, you know, the money comes in and then it was on the back end of stuff of how I used it. But understanding that one, I am the creator of money. That's when everything changed. And Knowing that your job, your investments, your spouse, your parents are not the source of money. You are. You are the creator of money, right? I already kind of had this concept down. I knew, but I did it in a way where I have to work hard. That was my limiting belief. I had to work hard and hustle to create money. If I took a day off, if I got lazy, if I got tired, money wasn't going to come in. So that was my limiting belief. You are the sole creator of money. And there are two laws around money and creating it. The first one is spiritual and the second one is man-made. Both take time to understand, learn, and implement into your life. But once this clicks for you, everything will begin to change and transform. But I have to warn you, this doesn't happen overnight. Now, this I'm telling you from experience, okay? This lesson, uh, it took me, I swear, like a decade to learn. It really did. And like I said, even today, those limiting beliefs do start to creep back in. And it's like you're consciously and constantly having to rework the subconscious patterns depending how deep they run. For me, they run very deep. And I'm not saying this is a limiting belief for myself, but they run super deep in my lineage because I have generations upon generations upon generations upon generations of scarcity. To give you an example, when my mother 
my mom was growing up, okay? This was in Poland because that's where my whole family is from. They would get little tickets to wait in line at the grocery store. And these tickets, whenever, like the grocery stores were empty. And these tickets, would you would stay in line and she would, she literally told us this over Christmas, actually. They would have to spend multiple nights in line, like camp out. And you never knew what the truck was going to bring to the store. Like maybe one day it was coffee. Maybe one day it was a little bit of ham, a little bit of cheese or something like that. And she said, you know, even though, say one day the truck came and it was just coffee, we would get that coffee even though we didn't need it because we knew we could barter that coffee for something that we did need. It's crazy. So this was what my family grew up in. This is what my mom grew up in. And then even grandma and great grandma. And now looking at me, the life that I've grown up in, like, holy crap, the day and age of, I've never had to worry about that. I've never had to wait in line for food. And I have freaking internet, Wi-Fi, cell phones, like what? Like, this is just crazy. Like just one generation away. That was the life my mom was living and my dad. I have completely different limiting beliefs around money because it is so subconsciously programmed into my epigenetics and into my into my soul. And so as I am growing and evolving in my different levels of money stages now in my career, it's like I hit that ceiling. I hit that ceiling again. And I'm having to go back and rework through it. So depending where you are at, this is why not just one course will work for everyone. This is not just why one episode will work for you and change your life overnight. This is why it takes time because all of these things are so deeply rooted in us. And with the fast pace of how society is today and how fast we are evolving, our subconscious minds, they it can't keep up. So this is why sometimes it's a really hard struggle to break those limiting beliefs, to break those old habits, to break those beliefs, because you're subconscious. You're like in this tug and pull of with your subconscious mind and what has been ingrained in you, and you're trying to overpower that. And that's why even when you're trying to form a new habit, like I think before it was like, oh, 14 days to start a new habit or something like that. It's like, no, it really does take like 60 to 90 days to reprogram these old habits, these old limiting beliefs. And this is why no matter what you begin, especially if you're here inside the Manuscripting Sisterhood, whatever it is that you begin, you have to be dedicated and disciplined and consistent with this new thinking, with this new habit, whether it's journaling or meditating or affirmations, things like that, you have to stay committed because it is a big, strong bond that you have to break and then reprogram to see whatever it is that you want to see through. We have to begin with what I've already touched on is those limiting beliefs. So you can say all the affirmations in the world. You can say, I am rich, I am wealthy, I am abundant, I have money flowing to me. You can say all of those things. But if you don't believe those on a soul, soul, soul deep level, it's not going to work. What is the soul level? It's the thoughts, it's the feelings, it's the emotions that you have towards money. How do you truly change this? It's a daily practice of reprogramming your mind and actually believing that it is possible. And I know this is hard. This is hard only because I feel like 
Instagram and TikTok have made, you know, just write an affirmation on your wall, put a little post-it note here, you was there, you know. But how many times have you said your affirmations and you're just like, meh, like afterwards you're like, gosh, yeah, right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I wish. Oh no, that's not me. Yeah. Not, I'm not feeling that today. You know, how many times have you done that? So much. And this is where the fun part comes in. You have to become delusional. You have to become a little bit delulu. And I promise you, it is going to change your life. How I got to where I am today, looking back, I'm like, I was so fucking delusional. Even when I was modeling and acting, you guys, like, oh my gosh, when I started, I was like, I'm going to be America's next top model. Like, literally, I was so delulu in the best way possible. And that drove me. You have to be a little bit delulu, if not a lot delulu, because when you are able to say these things to yourself, and you believe that on a soul level, it's like when they say, you know, if you wish a, wish upon the moon, at least you land among the stars, right? It's, it's doing the same thing. If you can convince your subconscious mind that you are a fucking rock star, that you are a millionaire goddess, that you are the hottest thing to walk this fucking earth, guess what your energy is going to exude? You're going to exude that right? What happens in the opposite? If you feel, oh gosh, I'm just not pretty enough. Oh, I feel really frumpy today. Oh, I feel like bloated. I feel like crap. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the shy girl. I don't really ever speak up. Oh my gosh. You know, I'm always the single one. I never have a man. What type of energy does that exude, right? That does, that's not motivating. That's not, that's not attractive energy. You're not going to have opportunities coming to you. People wanting to hit you up, all of those things, right? With that type of energy. So having this Delulu energy, you got to do it. At least try it. Please just try it after watching this or listening to this episode. Try being Delulu about something that you really want. Act as if, right? This is why we say a manifestation. Act as if. Try it on. Try it on for a couple days. Let me know how you feel. Let me know what starts happening when you're in this energy, especially when you put yourself out there even on Instagram. And I feel like the one thing that holds us back every single time is us caring about what other people think, right? That's what holds us back. I'm not going to post that thing on Instagram because, oh my God, my Aunt Susie is probably going to like, meh. Oh my gosh, my friends from high school are going to like make fun of me. Fuck all of them. Literally. You need to show up in your fullest, hottest, highest, loving potential and go get what's yours. Go get what you came to this earth to get. You feel me on that? So we have to first practice this to allow success. Truly. Okay, babe, I know you're listening to this podcast because I know that you have a desire to change your life and accomplish big goals, right? But I also know that something has been holding you back on going after those big goals, or maybe it's that you self-sabotage, or maybe you've set these big goals and you get really overwhelmed and you just don't go after them altogether. Well, I want to introduce you to a journal that is literally going to help you change your life and help you actually manifest and accomplish 
any desires or goals that you have. It's called the Marriage Scripting Journal, and it's the number one selling manifestation and goal-setting journal designed exclusively for empowering women just like you to up-level and change your life. Now, if you haven't seen this journal on social media already, I want to share with you that it is literally your personal guide to manifesting your dreams and unlocking your true potential. And inside its beautifully curated pages, you'll discover powerful daily journaling pages, workbooks, and exercises to help you set goals, help you plan your dreams, and manifest the life that you discern. Plus, the one thing that I had to include, and it was a non-negotiable with this journal, is that it needed to have a community. So you'll also have access to join an online community filled with thousands of women just like you who are on the same path using the journal. So I invite you to join me and these thousands of women who have already embraced the power of manifestation and changed their life using the marriage scripting journal. And I also want to gift you with a special 15% off code on your first journal order by using the code money mindset. The code is money mindset. So head over to manuscripting.com today and embark on a transformative journey by ordering the journal. So go ahead, check out the show notes, empower yourself. Answer the call to getting this journal. If this is speaking to you, I want you to join us. It's time to script your dreams into reality with the Manuscripting Journal because you deserve to create and manifest a life that you're completely obsessed with. See show notes for details. I want to share with you one little strategy or one little lesson takeaway thing that you can do for this. And this is how you're able to allow success. Now, if you are driving, I'm going to tell you to close your eyes. (laughs) I don't want you to close your eyes, but if you're walking or something like that, you know, just take a moment, just stop. And if you're driving, just visualize, you know, how you can kind of daydream as you're driving, you know, maybe do a little bit of that, but please pay attention to what you're doing. But I want you to right now allow success in. And this is where the delusional part comes in. So let's play with me, be a little bit delulu, okay? So what you're gonna do is I want you to first picture something that you want that you don't have yet. So picture that thing. It can be anything. It can be a material thing, it can be the house, the car, the boyfriend, the husband, the business, the career, money in the bank account anything, the bag, the shoes, whatever. Now I want you to think of all the reasons you are now closer to getting what you want than you have ever been. Again, that's think of all the reasons you are now closer to getting what you want than you have ever been. Now with these reasons, it's like, well, I went and tried on the thing. Well, I'm getting more clients, so I'm making more money so I can save for the deposit. Think of all those reasons, okay? Now I want you to take a moment and experience what success feels like to you. So with this, I want you to think about maybe a past or present success that you've had or even imagining what a future success will feel like. And I want you to truly just feel it in your bones. 
This should be an emotional experience, a physical experience. Like you should just, you know, with a feeling of like, oh my God, you just won something. Or, oh my gosh, you just accomplished something. Remember how you fucking feel? It's like, feel that for a few moments. How do you like stand when you feel the success, right? You're standing tall, you're proud. Maybe your hands are up in the air. You're smiling to your cheek. You're just like, yes, right? Breathe the success for a few moments and congratulate yourself on all the things you can think of that you are doing well right now. So as you are sitting in the success right now, you're feeling this, oh my God, I fucking did it. I have that career. I have that job and whatever it is, just mm, feel it in. And now use that same energy to congratulate yourself on all the things you can think of that you are doing well right now. Now you have felt this feeling of success, of allowing success, right? You just allowed it to come into your body. You know what it feels like. This is so important because when it comes to energetics, money, emotional, all of that, like feeling, we need to be able to feel it. So for example, this feeling that you right now had, I want you to also make sure that you have that feeling. If you have a vision board, if you're journaling about your goals, you need to exude this energy, this feeling, right? This, that exciting, that butterflies, that joy, all of that. Now you know how it feels in the body. We can think it, we can now feel it. You're able to speak on it. So now the next concept is to determine how you are going to make money. This should be the easy part, right? I'm sure you have a job right now or you have some sort of way of making money. And if you don't, you probably have some ideas of how you can make money, right? You can go out and get a job. You can apply for something. You can start your own business. Some You could do something that maybe, I mean, Instagram, TikTok. There are so many ideas out there, right? So many, quote unquote, easy ways to go make money, right? So you could go do that. The one thing about creating money and the secret tool to creating it, a lot of it, and being abundant with it for the long term is that you have to be 100% aligned with the way that you make money. I'm going to explain why and why just getting a random job or starting some random business because the so-and-so person said, oh, I can help you make six figures in a year. And you're like, oh my God, I want to do that. Let me do that, right? Alignment is huge. And I know you have probably heard me say this before, but are you truly in alignment with the way that you are making money right now? Or are you just having that job or doing that thing because... It's, it's paying the bills and there's no other thing that you can do or there's no other way to transition into something else. Is that the story that you're telling yourself? And if you're right now sitting there, maybe you don't have a job and you're struggling. You're like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what it is. Nah, nah, nah. Well, I'm here to tell you literally in this day and age, anything and everything can be monetized. Everything. But Getting fully aligned with your purpose and how you make money is 100% key. And I am sitting here telling you this as fact because for so many years, I was doing 
what I thought I loved, or maybe I loved in the beginning, but I fell out of love with doing that certain thing. And I felt like I just had to keep doing it because I was good at it and it was making me really good money. But you know what happened in the meantime? I felt so burnt out. I was starting to hate what I was doing. And ultimately, it just didn't feel good anymore. And I wasn't excited about it. Now, when I started the manuscripting journal, it is now we're going into what our fourth year now. Every single day of the last, ever since I started this company, I have never felt burnt out. I have never felt like I don't want to do this anymore. I have never felt any sort of negative way that I did in my previous businesses, companies, or things that I did to make money. So I am here sitting here as proof because I know now what I am doing. I am in 100% my purpose and I find so much joy in it, even during the times that they are very difficult or stressful or just really overwhelming. I always see it as lessons and not as signs to stop, quit, pivot the business. If right now you're in a place where you maybe think you love what you do, or maybe you, you loved what you do in the beginning, and now you're feeling that struggle, that burnout, something needs to change. And you need to really start tapping back into yourself of, hey, you know, like, what is it that I want to do? And you might be right now in a career where you have invested so many years at this job or something like that. And you're like, gosh, Sam, you know, if I quit now, you know, I'm, I'm giving up my 401k, I'm giving up my, I don't know, what, what, I don't even know the things that come with having a career in corporate. I just hear people talk about it. I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But, um, you know, I understand when you've invested so much time in a certain company or career and you're just like, wow, if I give up now, if I change now, all of those years and time will have been wasted. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Guys, what I'm doing today with manuscripting is nothing what I was doing in my previous companies. But all of my previous companies and businesses that I had or jobs that I did, all of them taught me certain things that I needed for this company to flourish. So never, ever has your time ever been wasted in whatever you are doing. It was an experience. You learned something. You met someone. You, all of those things. It was for a reason. Never wasted. The only time that is wasted is if you continue to stay in that job, in that business, in that career, knowing deep down inside that you are not meant to be there anymore. That is when you start wasting time. And I know that is scary, but I have done extremely insane pivots where I had literally shut down uh, multiple, two now, two businesses that were making at least six figures a year. And I shut them down like that. And I figured it the fuck out. And it was painful. But guess what? On the other side of that, because I allowed myself to be so delusional, it worked out because I followed the alignment. I followed what I was meant to do. And you can do the same. And to a lot of people, this looks like an overnight success. It was definitely not, but it definitely looks like that now thanks to social media because that's all you usually tend to see is people's highlight reels. But if you think about it, you're like, wow, Sam actually started this company 
over three years ago. Wow. It goes back to saying it's like the time is going to pass anyway. And when you are stepping outside of that comfort zone and you're stepping into this fear, that fear is so temporary. That fear is your subconscious mind just catching up with this new reality that you are creating. That's all that that is. So if you can get comfortable with being uncomfortable, it's like you're starting to train the subconscious mind of like, oh, okay, well, I know it's uncomfortable, but it's like, we're going to get through it. And this is why also it's like supporting yourself with those people and only sharing your goals and aspirations with those that support you versus those that are going to talk down on it is because it is such a delicate time period when you're in this place of this fear that any sort of stick or stone thrown at you, like it's going to break you and set you back to your old habits and ways and, you know, keep you in your corporate job or career. So you have to step out of that because ultimately you already have proof that stepping into this uncomfortable place, you have proof of others that have done it before you that it's going to be okay. And the one thing that I've always told myself in this is I'm going to try, I'm going to step out, I'm going to do this. What's the worst that can happen? I can always go back. You can always go back and get a job. You can always go back and restart your old business, right? Like truly, you can always go back. You're not going to be out homeless on the streets, you know, within a couple of days or weeks or months. It's just not, it just doesn't work that way. You're going to be okay. And there's always methods to being able to support yourself through that transition. And it's just figuring out and making that decision. I'm going to fucking do this. And I know you can do this because I did it. And I'm nothing special. I'm nothing, I, I'm not as, as equipped as some of you, you know? Like I had less than. I had a family that didn't even understand entrepreneurship. They didn't even know what I did for the first decade of my life. They didn't even understand what I did until I could show them three years ago a physical journal. Be like, this is my company. For all the previous times, they're like, my dad would literally ask me even up until like a few years ago. It's like, what do you do? What can I tell my friends that you do? Like, I don't get it. I don't get how you make this money on the internet. I started off with way less and I've just created so much for myself because of even just these two tips. I could end the podcast right here and you would literally have homework for doing that next step of being that delusional self, making that decision and stepping into that alignment and just taking action, right? But we're not going to stop there because if you're not aligned with who you fully are, and I'm stating this as fact. I just want to hone this in one more time. If you are not aligned with how you're creating money right now, you'll constantly be in this cycle of working hard and not seeing it grow in your bank account and showing up to a podcast listening or a masterclass or a video that I teach like this, trying to learn how to be a magnet for it. It's the truth. Want to know why? Because that was me. That was me. I would watch, show up, read books on so many money classes and things until I learned to master this concept. 
So I want to repeat that one more time. If you are not aligned with how you are creating money right now, you'll constantly be in this cycle of working hard and not seeing it grow in your bank account. And you'll forever be showing up to classes, podcasts, masterclasses, just like this to try and learn how to be a magnet for it. This work takes time. And it's time that you don't see from the super successful and abundant people share the process of how they got to where they are. And then all of a sudden it looks like success. I am nothing special. And I'm not saying this as a negative <laughs> limiting belief. I'm just telling you, there is nothing special about me. And if you're saying, Sam, you had a huge following, I started my Instagram following from scratch. I ditched my huge account and started from scratch. I started the Manuscripting Journal from zero followers. I started my new Samantha Kazuch account from zero followers, okay? I started it all from scratch because I knew in my world, I had to wipe the slate clean. I didn't want to be riding on the coattail energy of my past. And I knew, I was like, if I'm going to do this, this is going to be in such alignment. It's going to grow and it's going to be a success because I know I'm in my alignment and purpose. So what now looks like a success is over three years of working day and day in and out of this company and business. Time is going to pass anyway. Why spend it living in a place, in a job, in a career, in a business that you hate? Our time is so limited here on this planet. You came here with a purpose. The fact that you're listening to this podcast and if you're in the marriage gifting sisterhood and if you're not, please come join in there. The fact you are in this sphere of mine is because your soul has been drawn here because it has a purpose. It has something that it is wanting you to pull out and bring to fruition. I know that for a fact. Otherwise, you would not be here right now. You'd be off watching Kardashians or something. Okay? You have it in you. And I know you do. And if you need a coach or a mentor or something to help support you through that, like, go get that. Go do that thing. And I have plenty of episodes on that sort of stuff. Now we have these two concepts, okay? First one, be delusional. You have to learn how to fully visualize, embody. I just took you through the exercise of allowing success, how you feel it in your body. The next time you accomplish something, I want you to take that moment of just live in that energy. That's how I want you to feel. When you are staring at your vision board, I want you to fucking feel that. When you're writing down your goals in your journal, I want you to freaking feel that. If you are not feeling this excitement around your energy, around your goals, around your life, around the second you get out of bed every day thinking about that thing that you want to accomplish and do, you're not in alignment. You're not in alignment and you need to go back and rework what that purpose is, what that goal is of yours, and turn it into this beautiful, delusional, this fuck yes, main character 2024 energy, okay? Are you with me on that? Promise me on this. Because you need it. You need it to reprogram the subconscious mind. Fake it till you make it. Act as if. There is science to that, okay? Number two is being aligned with the way that you create money. And also, not being dependent 
on another person or government. Yes, I'm saying government. Hello, stimulus checks. Anyone, anyone get one of those? That's being dependent on government. We cannot be dependent on another person or thing. Government. And that is because when you're dependent on someone else, whether it's your spouse, whether it's a parent, whether it's a whatever, that puts them in control. Yeah, even if you're sitting here and you're married and, you know, your partner's making all the money and you are, you know, maybe you are the homemaker. Maybe you're the one taking care of the kids, which, of course, full-time job, all of that. But we get paid. No, not necessarily, right? We depend on our spouse's income. That is my one rule for life. If I ever have kids, which hopefully one day I will, um, I, I told Mark, like, I will forever have my own income. No matter, I, I love Mark. Like, I know he is my soulmate. He is my best friend. I love him. Whatever. This isn't me putting any doubt in our relationship. This is just, I will always have my own funds, no matter what. I will have some sort of income whether it's, you know, continuously running manuscripting or something else. I will always have my own money coming in. So I am never under the control of someone else because when we are under the control of somebody else, guess what starts happening? Just take a look at, you know, our government. Let's take a look at other um, countries and stuff, right? When you don't have money, you have to then start doing the thing that that person, that that entity, that that government says you have to do in order to receive the money right? We don't want that. That is not alignment. That is not a way to make money. And being in alignment is doing what you love, being obsessed with it. You know, deep down inside, this is your, your mission or purpose. And it can be, it can be your own business. It can be a corporate job. I'm not saying you have to start your own business by any means. This can be a career. Okay. Not everyone is supposed to be an entrepreneur. Go back and listen to my previous episode on that. But I just want you to make sure that you are living in alignment and your purpose. Because that is how the money will flow in. And next is transforming your beliefs and trusting your inner guidance with those decisions. And also forgiving yourself for the past actions you've taken with money. This one is huge because I know a lot of us, like how many times have you ever woken up or had this thought of this past action that you took that is so embarrassing? And you just have this cringe moment with yourself and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe I said that. Like it was, it could have been like a million years ago and you still, it pops into your head and you're like, oh, cringeworthy moment, right? We all have those. But if I was personally consistent with my belief of my past actions with money, and even during my transformation of creating money and having the thoughts of, well, I'm still 50K in debt, or, oh my God, my, I had multiple credit cards go to collections, or just thinking I'm terrible with money, and holy shit, I'm a terrible human because I had all these bad things happen with money, and I was irresponsible and all of that, right? If I had that mentality as I was trying to create my new reality, then there's no way I would be able to move through it, right? You can't. You cannot at all. That was the old me. And that's how you have to think about yourself. When you make this decision today to start on this new path with money, with your career, with your job, all of that, you have to now say goodbye to the old you, right? 
you can you can just wave at it from the other side of the fence, right? She's there. She's amazing. She did what she could with what she knew and what she had. It's nothing to be embarrassed over. Mm -mm. That's how I look at all of those things. Damn, girl, like I'm so proud that you fucking went through that. You survived that. And now you're on the other side of it and you're going to make a change and you're not going to make those same mistakes again. Like you are more aware now. And if I was to make those same mistakes again, then fuck, I'm just a fucking idiot. Like truly, like that is just like, I have brought this on myself. You know what I mean? And that's how I kind of look at things. And I make these decisions from a place of, wait a minute, I've done this before. It didn't work out. I can't trust myself to do this because it's just not going to work out this way. So look at these things in your life and your past experiences that they are lessons and that you are not that person. You are literally not that person and you cannot judge yourself because if you continue to judge yourself for it, you cannot move past it. You are still living in that place and you probably will still make decisions from that person. It's putting yourself in this awareness space so old habits don't repeat again and they are going to want to repeat again. Your way of spending money, your way of making money is going to continuously creep up. Why? Because it is ingrained in your subconscious mind. And the only way to reprogram your subconscious mind is this new pattern becoming delusional, being consistent with this new delusion, being aligned with your purpose, and so much more that we're going to get into. This is also where we turn back to the self-love, self-trust, and self-care. And this also includes confidence. And this also determines which beliefs we're actually holding you back. And this is different for everyone. And before we can attract anything, we have to shift the perception of ourselves and our bodies and our desires and our beliefs about deserving those things. So with all of this, do you see how everything is connected and con like with money? Like it's wild. Our entire reality, like it will drive you kind of bananas. Because it is all related, how we think about ourselves, how we judge our past or lack thereof, what our limiting beliefs are, how we can be in alignment and purpose, how Delulu are we, right? Like all of this is connected. And if you do not feel worthy, then how are you going to attract money for a new house? How are you going to attract money for a new car? How are you going to just be able to pay the bills? You won't. Because if you don't believe you are worthy of it, your magnetism definitely will not be attracting money because you dislike your body or because you believe you're not someone that will ever have money, right? It all comes back down to also worthiness. Like there are so many layers that go so, so deep. Or maybe it's the opposite type of belief that you have. Maybe you're afraid of more money because deep down inside you believe it is evil, right? Or maybe you believe it will be a burden. Shoot, if I start making more money than my parents and my family, oh, does that mean I'm going to have to start taking care of them? Are they going to treat me different? Will they love me less? Are they the ones that think money is evil and then they're going to look at me as evil, right? So many stories. So, so many stories. Or maybe you don't know how to file your taxes. This is so funny. When I was a business coach, that was one of the things I would see pop up is, oh my God, like 
I want to start a business, but I don't know how to file my taxes. And I'm like, why the fuck are we even talking about taxes? You haven't even made a dollar yet. This this fear, and this is where, remember when I said back at the beginning of this episode, how like there's a reason and a purpose we're not taught about money in schools? It's because our government wants to control us, and this is completely sidetracking, but I just have to mention this, right? Who here has a fear of not filing taxes, right? Or not knowing how to do it. So if I make more money, how the hell am I going to file more taxes with, with money and all of this sort of stuff, right? Because the government is scary. They're going to come and get you and do all these certain bad things to you because you did it wrong. There's this fear instilled in us because the government, our society, it wants us to be poor. It wants us to be in debt because if we are poor and in debt, we are easily and more controllable. When we are poor and in debt, and this is why we have to stay in that nine to five rat race and stay and not retire until we are 65 in hopes there is some sort of retirement fund waiting for us, which I hear right now is just like dwindling away to nothing. And who knows what the hell that will look like in our lifetime. But you see, this is why we're not taught about money in schools. This is why so many people struggle with their finances, because it keeps us in this lower level frequency of being scared, of being fearful, of being not being able to live in our true purpose and our what we are came here to do, because we have to go work that job and we can't quit that job to start what we want to do because that job is paying our bills and our money and our rent and our credit cards that we keep racking up because they're so easily available and we're in this toxic cycle and it is fucking hard and it sucks. So if you're struggling with this and maybe you've been trying to work through your money shit for a long time, like I feel you because there is nothing in our reality that is supporting us to do better. Everything is supporting us to spend more, to show up more, keeping up with the Joneses more, be in debt, spend money on school, spend money on a home, spend money on cars, right? It's it's just perpetuating our negative money relationship. And this is why I'm saying none of this shit is your fault. And don't feel guilty about it. Like shit fucking happens, right? Like shit just fucking happens, Okay. So you have to truly decide and ask yourself, am I ready to grow and evolve into the next phase of my life that is a person who has money? Are you truly grateful for money? And all I can do with money for myself, the world, and for others. You have to decide. No one's going to decide that for you. And if today is the day, fucking amazing. I'm so excited for you. And I just want this podcast to just marinate with you, okay? I want you to just truly, deeply think about it. Because once you make this decision, you cannot go back. The line is drawn in the sand. That glass wall has been created for your past self. And you cannot Bring that junk, that garbage with you into this next level of you owning your money mindset, of you being the abundant fucking queen that you deserve to be. And I know as soon as you stop this podcast and you get back to reality and, you know, wherever you're heading to right now, whether it's back home, 
or maybe it's to your job, or maybe it's to meet some friends, and maybe they're not in this money abundance right now. And maybe you're the one to lead the way. And that's okay. I've been there too. I've been the one that never had an issue with money, right? And I've had the friends that are broke and that couldn't go do the things and whatever, right? But you have to lead the way and don't feel guilty about being it. Maybe you just don't share. Don't share certain things. Don't play into the conversations. You hear someone about being broke, you stop them in their fucking tracks. Mm -mm. We're not having broke conversations anymore. We're having abundant as fuck conversations and we're having conversations of what we want to call into our lives and what we want to do and having those positive, uplifting conversations. And I'm not saying we can't have conversations that we're struggling about certain things, but I just want you to start really taking what you hear on this podcast, what you listen to on this episode and take it in to your reality because that's how you can change it. That's how you can reprogram it. Now, I'm going to end this episode right here because I think these two steps and topics are really, really important ones to marinate on. And in the next episode, I'm going to come back with part two, and we're really, really going to dive into how to really own this money magnetism and how you can change your relationship with money and in your life. Thank you so much for listening. I love you all so much.